If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, y'all, welcome to episode 56 of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kills. And your boy Jay Wright. And we bike is up. We got us a gun, baby. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tigers win. The real Tigers win 21-17 over Auburn in Jordan Hare Stadium. It was a, I was a nervous Nelly to say the least, but uh, we pulled that thing out, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, disclaimer. Yeah, I did not. I did not actually watch this game live. I happened to be at a Caucasoid wedding. <laughs> it was um, needless to say, it was uh, something I will never forget. But um, definitely poor choice in music, Ooh. and I had a, I had a lot to drink. But can, can we can we stay here for a second? Yeah, we can. Was this, was this your this your part of the candy wedding? Uh. This was, nah, this was a, a co-worker of mine. Okay. And so, long story short, I have two co-workers that recently got married. And the first one that got married is kind of more bougie than the second one that oh, got married. Okay. okay. And so, I was like, if we had to go to one of the weddings, it's going to be the second one. Because I didn't want to you know, miss both of them and, right. and be, be like that dude. So. We ended up going to this one. This one was actually really bougie too, but it was it was cool. It was cool. Like I said, full of uh Caucasoids, uh Canadians, but uh had a good time. Had a decent time. We were me and my wife and I were the only people uh, of color African, of African descent. Oh, okay. Okay. From the from the diaspora that were there. So yeah. Were there some others? No, nah, it was it was it was one or the other, dog. It looked like uh oh, okay. Yeah, it looked like what I imagine uh, a plantation owner would have wanted it to look like. It was straight. <laughs> so it was Monroe esque. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. like if Thomas Jefferson had a birthday party, that's what it would look like. Oh, okay. Cause, yeah, because we know Monroe don't have a lot of diversity. So yeah, for sure, it's either you black or you white. It's like the Michael Jackson song, black or white. That's it. Nothing else. Anything. So, so what kind of music were they playing at the reception? Uh, Footloose. Uh, oh, did they all do the dance too? That's the thing; they can't dance. It was like they were jumping. You know how little black kids dance, just kind of jumping and, and like look jumping. at me, mama, look at me. Yeah, that's that's what we I saw like eighty nine percent of the people doing. It was like if a hundred people was on the dance floor, eighty nine of them were doing that. The other ones were were trying to grab some rhythm, but it wasn't effective. For instance. Mm. They played the wobble, which surprised me and my wife. Okay, okay. But, and so my wife is uh connoisseur, if you will, of those type of dances. She's very, very uh she tapped in. Yeah, she's acute at that type of stuff. So I was like, babe, we're gonna go after this, but I feel like you should go ahead, get out there, show them how it's done before we dip out. And so she's like, cool. 
she gets on the dance floor and uh they're looking at her like what the fuck is this and she's hitting the she's she's doing the dance moves and it's like perfect you know what i mean yeah. and then they try they try to get in and, and rhythm with her and you can tell by the like the third step they just say fuck it back to the hopping shit that we were doing mm. before and i was like yeah that's that's that a lost cause yeah it's a lost cause so my wife was like uh they just they they didn't commit fully so that's on them <laughs> and uh we said our goodbyes and we did they did have a taco bar though a mexican oh. food oh oh that's a nice little twist that was fire the mexican food bar you can't miss up mexican food i don't care how bland you cook your shit because we know white people are notorious for not putting seasoning on but shit. you can always add seasoning exactly Man. and that's what they had they had a little they had salsa but then they had salsa packets that you could take to your table okay they had everything okay. kind of laid out for you you know help yourself and you know me i'm a nacho nacho man myself so i got me a couple plates and headed back to my table and then i look as i'm walking back to my table i look back and there's like a whole dessert table with oh. desserts picked out by their kids see they had kids before they were married kind of like okay. a black family normally does okay, but the kids okay. the kids picked out the desserts like this was is like this is Addie's pick and this is Bryson's pick and this is so and so and it was like cinnamon rolls, rice krispie treats, cheesecake. Uh okay. yeah, it was it was a nice spread. Hey, uh, don't get me wrong. I you ain't I ain't never been too good for a good rice krispie treat, dog. That's what I'm saying. They look like they was homemade too. I was like, hold on, cuz this don't this don't look like they just took them out the wrapper and placed them on top of each oh. other. This look like somebody baked a couple sheets of these things somebody had to butter that pyrex pan okay yeah yeah so i was like you know what you get you get an a plus for that too so okay, yeah i wasn't okay. i wasn't gonna knock them for it that was that was a, a decent attempt and on that end but uh like i said we were the only black people there so i definitely caught a lot of those uh who are you type eyes mm. how do you know are you here for the bride or the groom yep and it's more so i'm here for the experience <laughs> but yes I, I i knew the bride but it was all good though i'm here for a good time not a long time <laughs> <laughs> exactly straight like that well shit man shout out to weddings shout out to nuptials yeah hope love is in the air you know what i'm saying love is love you know what i'm saying uh we'll talk about this game bro let's get into it dog because will how you owe me a shirt man he gotta put hey, that shout out Facebook. Shout out to our, our previous guest, Jonathan Wilhite, uh, former Auburn Tiger, former Washita Lion, former yeah. New England Patriot. Great, great conversation. We got to bring him back. Uh, but yeah, man, he owe you something, dog. Yeah. What's that genuine song with Nas? Nah, I think you owe me something. Yeah. Yeah. I need that. I need that playing. I need that piped in. Cause uh, I'm playing that joint tonight. I'm hey, sorry. Straight up. Hey, so 
how we gonna get these pictures? Cause uh, you know, Will Height ain't on on uh, God's social media. Well, he's on Facebook. So okay, okay. Yeah, he has to post it on there, and I'll share it. once he posts it on Facebook. I'm definitely screenshotting and posting it on IG. Yeah, that's, that's that's understood already. So I'm gonna need him to fulfill his end of the bargain. Hey, treat him like Manti Teo. Be like, can you hold up the L? <laughs> with the with the timestamp of eight thirty six. Hey, I'm still trying to figure out how how the catfish pulled that off, dog. Nah, that nigga Ronaya the truth, dog. I felt myself liking him more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You like, bro? You committed to this shit, man. Like, who does that? I'm saying, like, man, Ronaya misunderstood, dog. That's, exactly. all. <laughs> That's all. That's all. You're the problem. Yeah, not Renaya. It's all meant to tell y'all fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, man. So early on, so full disclaimer, I was invited out to eat dinner with my wife and um a good uh coworker turned friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Hey, uh, I know you just got out of work, but you wanna come eat lunch? I mean dinner with, you know, me and I won't say her name. And she was like I, she really hadn't seen you in a long time since the pandemic. It'd be great. I mm-hmm. was like, Ella, she about to play. And she's like, well, they got TVs here. <laughs> I said, well, I think I need to be at home. I don't trust myself in, in public. And she was like, okay. And sure enough, we got down 17 nothing. And she texted me and said, oh, yeah, man. I'm glad you didn't come. Because I know your ass is at home cussing and screaming. I was like, I'm cussing, <laughs> drinking, screaming. All kind of stuff. Look, needless to say, my behavior was quite embarrassing, dog. And, and looking back from the outside looking in, I was I was by myself acting a fucking fool. Let's let's just put it like that. Yeah. But I stayed optimistic optimistically uh I was cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's the word. So uh we get down early. Um I, I kinda walk people through it. Um uh, what's his name? Robbie Ashford. Uh, look pretty damn solid, bro. For somebody who hadn't played football damn near in two years, um, the kid looked composed, man. It was his birthday, you know. The, uh, that's what that is. Yeah, they they kept showing his his grandma, his mama, you know. ESPN love a love a good story. So yeah, yeah. Robbie Ashford threw for three thirty seven, two touchdowns and a pick. But the the kid looked composed. He was mobile, and you could tell early on LSU was very worried about his feet. So mm-hmm. they were doing a lot to try to keep him contained, but what they weren't accounting for was that this young man is a baseball player, has a hell of an arm. So I think, for, you know, I'm not speaking. I'm speaking from Matt House on my end. It looked like he was like, man, let me see if he can really throw this ball downfield. Yeah, and they kept testing him, and he made the passes he was supposed to make. And early on, LSU's tack- tackling was sloppy, man. Um. Damn. We were we were allowing the, the players to make the catch, which was fine, but then we weren't making the tackles. So and it was all over the place. It was safeties, linebackers, um, not the D line. The D line was amazing in this game, but yeah, cornerbacks, like they just were not they were going for a lot of strips instead of going mm-hmm. for tackles. And so it was a lot of sloppiness. Um penalties left and right. Um I'm going to find the number somewhere around here, but we, it felt like every time we made any type of movement, it was a damn penalty to go along with it. Uh, wow. I almost got to the point where when we finally scored, I was like, I know there's a penalty somewhere. And there was a penalty, but it was on Auburn. Um, 
And so, yeah, very early on, it was frustrating, man. Like, we were running the ball with some success, but we weren't sticking with it. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to my next point. The receivers did not bring their hands. The receivers left their hands in Baton Rouge, man. Wow. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I wouldn't expect Yeah, that. man. And it started with, I know, the much maligned number seven. He dropped one, but he wasn't the only one. It was Neighbors. He dropped one. Uh, Brian Thomas, who I've yet to see drop a pass, he dropped one. Jack Best dropped one. Damn. Um, John Emery dropped a, a one that was a, a crucial third down. That would have kept us alive. Um, dang, I know I'm missing somebody. There's another receiver that dropped the pass. But it, it just felt like they weren't helping Jaden out. So, yeah, we were getting – the uh, the Auburn defensive line was getting sacks. They were causing disruption. Uh, Jaden really couldn't get off on the running at first. Uh, I feel like every time he tried to break the pocket, they, there was somebody there. Wow. But, but uh, the receivers weren't helping him out, man. I was like – Guys, he, he's not getting many opportunities. When he does get it to you, you gotta, you gotta you do gotta something with it. Fulfill uh, your end of the of the deal. Yeah, man. Uh, in total, ten penalties for us for ninety four yards. Auburn That's had, yeah, Auburn had eight for eighty, which theirs were a lot costlier towards the end. But yeah, man, we were down seven zero, and then like I said, ultimately seventeen uh, zero. But then the Tigers caught a break, man. BJ Ojolari with the strip. My nigga Jay Ward with the with the scoop and score, dog. And all of a sudden, there was some life. There was some life. Then we came back again with another touchdown. Uh, a great drive. Um, it was, you know, a lot of running. John Emery, a little bit of uh, Williams, and then mm-hmm. uh, Kesh. I mean, not Kayshawn, Uh, my boy Daniels found Emery in the open field on a pass. He mm-hmm. took it down to the goal line. And then Matt House dialed up a, a mean little uh, tuck, and, and uh, da- Daniels just walked into the end zone, man. So at that point, it's 14-17. And on the broadcast, they talking like both teams probably feel good right now. And I was like, there's no way Brian Harson feels good about this. Like, oh, hell no. Nah. No, nah, the momentum has changed dresses at this point. Yeah, like, it, you know, I, I don't know who was the um, – I don't know who that was. That wasn't McElroy, was it? I don't think McElroy was on the call, but um, I was like, he was his point was that I have this this young quarterback. He's you know hasn't played in a long time as far as football goes. He's up seventeen fourteen against the SEC opponent at home, but I was like, mm, but you were up seventeen nothing, like yeah, mentally, we were, yeah, yeah, and we were getting the ball in the second half because we deferred. So oh yeah. Yeah. To me, I was like, yeah, if that's what you want to say to sell sell this game. But uh yeah. his CTE acting up. McElroy don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, where do you play with the Jets? When he got to the yeah. league? Yeah, he took some yeah. hits when he got in the league. But uh I mean I felt good, bro. I mean, if you look at the final stats, Tank Bisbee only had forty five yards rushing. And so Oh man. If you told me that before the game, I was like, We won big. You yeah. know. Hunter had thirty five. He had a couple nice ones though. Uh, cause he only had six carries, but, um, mm. yeah, man, I was, I was feeling good. Second half comes out. We don't really do too much. We go three and out, three and out. I saw way too much Bramblet. Um, but that young man can punt. He had some, some boomers and, um, finally late in that third quarter, uh, Emory broke loose for another one and took it to the crib. And at that point I'm like, 
man, we might mess around and get up 28, 20, you know, 35. And, yeah. uh, yeah, we just couldn't quite put it together. Jaden, Jaden needs to learn how to slide. He, uh, hurt himself. He comes out. Nussmeyer comes in. And at that point, I'm like, oh, shit. We about to blow this. We about to blow this. And sure enough, it wasn't his fault. Um, I think that was Williams fumbled the ball on his first drive. I don't um, like two it, seven. And it was a clean, it was a clean handoff, so it wasn't like it was uh actually no, that was Emory. Emory lost that fumble. I'm tripping. Oh, um, okay. He handed it off, he took a couple steps, and the ball came loose. And then next thing you know, uh Auburn's driving, and then my favorite play of the game came. Coy Moore <laughs> put that thing up in there and Hell Perkins took it away. Hey, Coy, they might have to put that young man on suicide watch, bro, uh, because what happened before the game and how the game went was poetic justice. (laughs) So real quick to finish this recap, uh, Auburn had one more drive towards the end, and uh, your boy, the Arkansas transfer, Greg Brooks, with the uh, Tyron Matthew-esque, it was a... I wouldn't. They, I think it goes down as a pick, but really it was a strip. Yeah. Um, the court, the receiver caught the ball, but before he can get to the ground, Greg Brooks took that thing and went the other way. So, he took it from the best receiver on LSU's team last year. Yep. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, twenty-one seventeen. We're two and zero in SEC play. Four wins in a row. Things are looking up for the Tigers. Going to a big matchup against Tennessee. But I want to start with Coy fucking Moore, dog. Let's do it. LSU's best receiver on the team last year. H- hold on. Hold on. <laughs> That's Let me his get name. This, <laughs> this man was on a podcast, and they asked him when he why he chose to transfer. They asked. They said, were there too many receivers in the room? He said, and I quote, it wasn't even about that, in my opinion. That meaning LSU having too many receivers. I ain't trying to be cocky or nothing. I was the best receiver in that room. The the host paused, <laughs> reiterated, even better than Kayshawn, and he said Kayshawn is good, but I'm better than him. Keep in mind, in 2020, against Ole Miss, Kayshawn had 14 receptions for 308 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> Coy Moore's career 15-game stats is 33 receptions, 348 yards, zero touchdowns. Put oh, he ain't reached pay dirt yet. Put that in your pipe. <laughs> Coy had one catch in this game, got up talking all the shit. After that, he couldn't get his hand on another ball. He he caught. He had another one that he dropped. He had the reverse flea flicker that he threw for a pick. Ah, oh, yeah, that's that's. And and that's, then he got robbed at the end of the game by Greg Brooks. He got deboed a couple times, man. That's horrible, bro. Talk about the trash before the game, especially on the podcast where it goes viral. Yes. You're not even a quarterback and you throw a pick. Come on, bro. It was bad. It was real bad. That's what like, I say. Watch that, man. Like, karma's a bitch. And normally, you know, I always say these are somebody's kids, but 
Hey man, you gotta oh, you gotta no. deal with that, dog. Yeah, nah, fuck that. He shouldn't say what he said, man. Yeah, he yep. he's he's delusional. LSU got their lick back. I'll put it like that, man. But um, yeah, bro. Um, concern. Well, we'll go with the positives. Let's go with the positives. Yes, yes. Defense, def- defense was amazing, bro. Like okay, despite giving up those seventeen points, um, Auburn didn't score again. They scored it with nine minutes left in the second quarter, and they didn't. They didn't even get close after that. Um, other than that, Coy Moore pick. But I mean, to me, it was a lot of BJ, a lot of number forty, uh, a lot of Ali Gay disrupting things. His stats don't look that great, but he was breaking things up. Um, trying to think who else was making big plays. Uh. Jerry Bernard Converse, Makai Wingo, uh, Makai Garner, my other guy, he was uh, a menace. Uh, Micah Baskerville was making plays. Like It was a total team effort, bro. Total team yeah. effort. Yeah. We got to see Joe Fusha for the first time. Uh, my boy. In, yeah, he got in early. But, uh, man, it was, it, was, it, was, it was great, bro. Matt House, once again. Showing why he gets paid the big bucks. Dog. Everybody loves my house. Everybody. But I got to give my flowers to Denbrock, too, man. I didn't even watch the game, but I could tell play calling-wise from the small sample size we have this far this season, he he can, he can he has a rhythm to his play calling. It's not just random play calls like uh, Matt. Nah, you know what? I even give Matt Canada some credit when he was here. He had some rhythm to his shit, too, but it was ugly. Yeah, uh, this, his his scheme didn't match our personnel. I don't think it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. And that's what I don't understand. And this is a side note, but how he's sticking in the NFL, man? Like he's the offensive play caller and coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know and yeah, they kind of suck on offense right now. But that that's not an NFL offense that he had before, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, bro. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, 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 you know, I was I was on social media last night getting my takes off um, during the game, and I saw Tiger fans frustrated. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. First off, I think Jaden Daniels is getting unfairly criticized week in and week out. Um, I know in that Florida State game, there was a lot of tucking and running, just mm-hmm. out of you know trying to make something happen. Uh, that that game was was a lot going on, right? Exactly. But I think as the weeks have gone on, you see Jaden reading the defenses. Um, shout out to my boy Wally P. He asked, you know, why is it that we can't get Butte, um, Taylor, Besh? Why can't we get these dynamic receivers the ball? Well, Auburn was dropping eight a lot of times. Um, they were mm-hmm. forcing Daniels to hold the ball. Even when they didn't drop eight, you know, they were in a lot of cloud coverages to where there was nowhere to go really. And it wasn't yeah. really the receiver's fault. It was kind of like their coordinator saying, hey, I don't think you can really do much. Yeah. So, you know, there was times when Jaden, I thought, was a little too patient when he probably should have took off faster. So, I mean, he had what? He only had 80 passing yards. It's, not, it's nothing to write home about. But the passes he made, I thought, were clutch. And in this game... The receivers didn't bring their hands. Like, you got to mm. make the catches when they're available. Like, you know, Emory had one catch for 39 yards. That was the most on the team. Uh, Malik had two for 26. 
Uh, Mason Taylor, he dropped several passes, three for 14. Kayshawn had a drop, one for four. Jack Besh had a drop, one for two. Josh Williams had two catches for no yards. Uh, like, yes. That's, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Brian Thomas didn't even register a catch, but he had several targets. He dropped one. Uh, it just it, it wasn't a good look for the receiver. We got to bring back the summer of 10,000 catches. Dog. Yeah. That's another thing, too, is that when sometimes you have so many options, it's too much, you know? Yeah. And so it's like you're trying to feed everybody. And yeah, so it's good to have balance, but sometimes you just got to be like, hey, we force feeding this one guy. Like you see that with some teams, it's just like, all right, he's our number one option. If he ain't open, tuck it and run. Yep. And, and sometimes you have to be like that because it, it, it helps the offense flow a little bit better when you try. Instead of trying to spread it around, you may have to force feed somebody here and there. So, I mean, at this point, I feel like we had just too many receiving threats. Mm-hmm. And then Brock is, and Coach Hankton are like, yeah, hey, we got to rotate these guys in and get them some looks to keep them happy. And I think that's a side effect of the transfer portal. Like, you yeah. don't want nobody to go, you know? Yep. But so, so you try to feed everybody, you end up feeding nobody. At the exactly. End of the day. Facts. Um, uh, it's, it's a funny game to look at, man. You look at the stats. You know, they outgained us 438 to 270. Uh, possession was basically right down the middle. Uh, Auburn had 20 first downs. We had 19. But, I mean, the real thing, turnover battle, we won it 4-1. to one. So, yeah. I mean, we had two fumble recoveries and two picks. So, that was that was the game. Uh, we did beat them in rushing attempts. I mean, rushing yards. And I thought that's the only part where, where Denbrock slipped up. There was, there was times where we would get, like, two or three rushing plays in a row. Mm-hmm. And then he would kind of fall back off of it, and I, and I get it. You don't want to go back to those um, those Cam Cameron days or those uh, those Matt Canada days where it was yeah. pound pound pound. But uh, it looked like Auburn is weak in that in the middle. So yeah, yeah, I think that was a case where I get you. Do, you want to be unpredictable, but shit, if they just can't stop it. Sometimes you can be, yeah. Sometimes you can be too smart and be a little too cute. And the perfect example of not doing that was last year against Florida when we ran the same play over yep. and over again. Ty Davis Price. So if they were running the ball like you say they were, yeah, you got to stick with it after a while because one thing notorious about Auburn is they get the kids that Alabama passes over in state. They have a chip mm-hmm. on their shoulders, but they never have the depth of most of the other teams in the SEC mm-hmm. was. So if you can get through that first, you know, they got dogs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They have dogs. But if you can wear them down, it, it bodes well for you later on in the game. And that's another thing, man. This team here fights, man. Bro. They get, they this is our third game being down at halftime or being down by double digits. Yeah. And we're two points away from being undefeated. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, like as crazy as that sounds, it's true. Yeah, like if we if we would have went for two and got it against Florida State, this team is undefeated and probably top fifteen, top ten in the country. Yep. So, yep. it's it, it to me it shows the program's heading in the right direction. They got the right kind of character on the team, and also we we gonna fight. It's not we're not gonna lay down to anybody. You know, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm real big on body language and all that, and uh, I thought a real great sign was when we won, 
every player, like the big name players, they were excited. Like you yeah. saw, I don't know if you've seen the clip, Kayshawn, which, you know, I've, I've been watching his body language real tough after the <laughs> Gordon got him. But, uh, I mean, you see him walking down the field, like just skipping up and down and he sees somebody recording him. He turns and looks and he goes, I know you recorded me. And he said, the defense had a hell of a game. Put put that, post that. And like, wow. like the, just the look on his face, just to be excited for his teammates. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, receivers, you know, me and you both played that position at one point, man. It's, it's a. Divas. It's, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, when a receiver only gets one catch, he's normally not in a good mood. Yeah, um, but you yeah. saw Besh, you saw Butte, you saw uh, Neighbors, even um, Brian Top. They were all excited, man. Like when when Greg Brooks got that pick to kind of yeah. seal it, they all yeah. were excited, man. And so a, I thought that was dope. It was dope to see Jaden when he came out the game. He was still rooting for Nuss. Like everybody had like a lot of. You know, I will say Nuss was a little too crunk at the end. I'm like, bro, you didn't do all that. <laughs> you completed two passes, fam. Like, relax. Hey. But, but you know, he team brought it team. home. Team yeah, he brought it home for us. Man, that's dope, man. Like you said, to have them players, especially the when your star player, like the guy, be yeah. commending the defense and excited and showing that type of energy. That shows, like I said, that we're headed in the right direction as a program. Like, I'm excited mm-hmm. for the next two or three years because I think with these – like, I mean, just think about how many freshmen we have showing out right now, you know? Yeah, man. There's going to be some question marks coming into the next season, but I fully trust this staff to be like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what we need. And then going out there and getting it done to shore up this team because I think by the time – Next year rolls around. We're playing Florida State in Orlando. We I think we're the favorites. Up. Yeah, and it's not going. I think it's going to be. I actually think Florida State's going to be decent too, but it's going to oh, be yeah. more so that we've come around. Like we've had time to build this thing out, and, and everybody kind of learn the system, you know. So I think this year is going surprisingly well in that regard, and so I'm, I'm excited, man. But we got a big one coming up, man. Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Uh, I yeah. got a conundrum because I'm actually gonna be at work, so I gotta figure out a way to Ooh, but, uh, <coughs> call out sick. Dog. Uh, yeah, bro, I'm already gonna be streaming it as it is. If I do have to go in for a little bit, but my boss ain't gonna be there, so I'm probably gonna work a, a short day to say the least. Yeah, but uh, we got a nice little stretch coming. We got Tennessee this week, Florida at Florida the following week. Speaking of Florida, Ooh. uh, somebody threw Jaden Daniels' shoe. Uh, during this game, he he was running, yeah. lost his shoe mid run, picked up the first down. He made a cut with, with in socks, bro. I don't know how he did this shit. Damn. Um, he got hard yeah. feet. I saw his shoe go up in the air. I was like, that was a penalty against Florida. What what, what was going on? Um, yeah. so after Florida, then we got Ole Miss, who's looking real nice, real uh, nice. And then we get Alabama. We'll, we'll get that that bye week. Then <laughs> Alabama. Okay. Yeah. And then it's Arkansas, UAB, A&M. So, yeah, th- we're getting to the, the meat of the schedule, man. These next four. I know Florida's, yeah. you know, reeling right now, but it's still Florida a- in the swamp. And Tennessee, that, that was my pick to win the East. And Georgia almost made it real realistic. So, uh, we're going to see, man. Yeah, man, this is exciting. Yeah. I, I think Tennessee, 
is going to be a true litmus test for us because they're going to test us in our secondary. And that's the one thing I still kind of have a couple question marks about. I love Greg Brooks. I love mm-hmm. Jay Ward. Yep. I actually like Makai Gardner too, but as you can see, they can get beat. Okay. They can. So, they can. With this up-tempo offense coming into town and what they have, I want to see what Matt House comes up with on defense, you know. So it'll be interesting. Like I said, it's going to be a true litmus test for us. I was going to, I actually think Denbrock's game plan too is going to be essential because you got to have a fresh defense out there. So you're going to run the ball. This is the game to run the ball. You got to get it done. Got to get it done. I mean, uh, this ain't the preview episode yet, but I mean, if you look at there, they put up a lot of points, man. 48 points a game. Uh, but, but if you look at their individual players, nobody really stands out like that um, yeah. from, a, from a stat perspective. So, but one can say the same thing about LSU. Like if you look at our individual players, nobody's stats is nobody's gonna be leading the country in anything, um, nah. at least on offense. So, nah. um, I, I like that we're making progress. That's what I think is dope about this team. Um, I keep trying to tell my fellow LSU Tigers like. You're going to have to exhibit a lot of patience this year. I know we don't like to, but, mm-hmm. I mean, two two true freshmen on the anchoring the offensive line. Uh, Garrett Dellinger had his knee scoped, and, and, and he could play next week, but he, he just couldn't play this week, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. We got Harold Perkins, a freshman. Uh, yeah. You got a lot of moving pe- – our, our, our quarterback is it's just like Joe Burrow and – 2018 like he just got on campus he's trying to figure everything out is he gonna win a Heisman next year absolutely not but the kid has talent and the yeah. kid and the kids got moxie as they, as, they, he, as they like to say man he, he still don't know where the horseshoe is at probably don't you know? so, he ain't got no business over there <laughs> exactly so give him give him some chance give him give him some time give him a chance uh because I've, I've heard criti- criticisms about him but I even criticize him a little bit, but I had to step back and be like, you know what? It's, it's his first year in this offense, and he hasn't had that much time with everybody in the program. So, Yeah, then, but like, if you look, Jaden hasn't had, like, I don't want to not, you know, not speak too soon, but he really hasn't made that play where you just like, what the fuck? What the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. this ain't Jerry Lee. This ain't Danny Etling. Brandon. Brandon Harris, Brandon Harris, G- Anthony Jennings, and Anthony <laughs> Jennings. Dog. Look, Andrew Hatch is the worst quarterback we've had over the last maybe twenty years, but Anthony Jennings is 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 almost there with him. Dog, I was not a fan of Jennings. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to say it. Yeah, you look at Daniels. He's 87th in yards, 77th in touchdowns. He has no picks. Um, so that's tied for first, and he's 20th in QBR. QBR is a little that that stat could be you know skewed a little bit, oh, but yeah, yeah, um, he's not trash. That's all I'm saying, y'all. Like, yeah, yeah, we're we're in good hands with Jaden. We have players. I think Denbrock's gonna keep tweaking to get these guys in space. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're eventually gonna see a combination of Besh neighbors. Butte is like that trio. I think at some point he has to kind of make a call. Yeah. Yeah. And, and pick his guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think we're just getting more consistent with the running backs, man. Um, Emory seems to kind of be the guy. 
Uh, Armani Goodwin was out. Uh, I don't know what injury he had, but he didn't play. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, I'm gonna I don't say hamstring. Could be quad or hamstring, one of the two. But yeah, yeah, we need. I like him. I think he's a good a good change of pace in the sense that Emory is a slasher. Mm-hmm. Our, our money is almost is he still slashes a bit, but it's more powerful, you know. But I will say in this game, when you get a chance to look at it, uh, man, Emory was Emory was laying some boys out. Like he was. I heard, I heard. Man, he so I'm, I'm interested to see. Interested to see what happened. He had like he had a kid last weekend. Shout out Kayshawn. Hey, shout out Kayshawn. Uh, I, I still got to see your uncle sometime in the store this week. Uh, we are gonna see, but uh. Yeah, man, I, I walked away thinking again, nervous as always. But um, yeah. the team is is showing some some trends, and mm-hmm. these trends are are duplicate. You could duplicate these things over and over again. Like you you cannot duplicate you know things like throwing for five hundred yards every weekend and week out. You could duplicate strong defense, solid yeah. running game. Yep. Mistake free football. Like that's yep. those things travel. They go early. anywhere. They go anywhere. Home or the road. That's right, man. So that's my thoughts on this game, man. I do want to see the, the LSU receivers. Y'all gotta help Jaden out or Nuss, whoever's gonna be playing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little nervous about a uh a lunchtime kickoff. I don't like that. Me neither. Because um, you know, Tiger Stadium ain't Tiger Stadium at, at 12 o'clock, dog. Yeah, we got to get liquored up during the day, man. We need yeah. some jambalaya in us. We need some Bud Light, some Michelob Ultra, and whatever else you, you drink as your drink of leisure. But you need you need to be liquored up by yeah. 6, 30, 7 o'clock. And jambalaya might not even be ready yet at 12 o'clock. Hell nah. It, it ain't, it's still moist. I need yeah. my little dryer in it. Got a slow cook. Yeah, come on now, play it. Man, but... Anything else you got, man? Uh, nah, man. I'm sitting here holding my son. He said he want to get in. You hear him with the huh, <laughs> in the background. That's Josiah. Jojo. Yeah, big dog. Say what's up, man. You going to say what's up? Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm excited, man. I'm I, Like I said, I missed the game because I was at a Cockazoa Canadian wedding. Um, But I'm excited to watch it because I know I'm going to go through those emotions. Anyway, like we lost <laughs> in the first half, and then pick it back up in the second half. But uh, is the more I watch this team, the more positive I get about where I think we can end up being at the end of the season if things fall away. You know. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm curious to see uh, later in this week when we get y'all the Tennessee preview. What's what's Jaden's status? Um, Mm. Ryan Kelly did say that he thought that he could have come back, but with him being a dual threat, he didn't want him to risk getting hurt again, taking off running and getting hit in the open field or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. Um, They did show him on the sidelines on the bike trying to loosen things up. They said he had a bone on bone, like hit. Uh, So it looked like he just couldn't shake the cobwebs off of that. But, uh, we gonna need them, man. I, I know. Yeah. I know y'all get frustrated with them, but we need them. Exactly, so. especially this week. Especially this week. Yeah, buddy. But shit, man. Other than that, that's all I got for y'all this week. Yeah. So with, with that being said, that concludes episode fifty-six. I can't call it with your boy Jay Kills. 
And your boy Jay Wright. And we out. You best not not bring your kids. Shout out to Coy Moore. (laughs) Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I called Tip off the rip. What's that? Swap that Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick. Go and drop that shit. Man, to the bubbles.